What's up, friends? You're watching B-Boy 45, the hospital's on TV and radio station, and I have a treat for you today. Another special edition of Maya's latest news. But Maya, why is today super special? Because Maya Rudolph is calling in. Maya's with Maya Rudolph! That's awesome! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! Sweet. Welcome to the show, Maya. Both Mayas, take it away. It's a double, it's a double Maya. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, I just want to first of all say I, it's such an honor to be talking to you. I'm such a fan of yours, and my whole family is um, are huge fans of yours. Wow. And so, I can't believe this is happening right now. Wow! Uh, Thank so. you so much. Yeah. I'm so I I don't think I've ever been asked by any other Maya. Um, to do their show so I was really honored and I feel like Mayas are a secret society I feel like we have to stick together <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so my first question for you is um so you're an actress comedian and musician uh where did your love of performing come from it definitely came from my parents my my mom was singing before I was even born and growing up um, she started taking us on the road with her because she didn't like being away from her family. And so my dad and my brother and I would go on the road with them and my dad would play guitar and my mom would sing and, you know, we'd get to see my mom standing on a stage with a microphone in her hand and a beautiful dress on and flowers in her hair and, um, it just seemed really normal to me, but it also seemed really fun. And it was kind of like um, this magical thing that my parents got to do. And all the people around them were so kind and fun and funny and nice. And sometimes they'd play music with um, other uh, musicians opening for them. And sometimes they play shows with comedians opening for them. And in those days that was kind of normal. And so I kind of got to see all that stuff at once, whether I realized it or not. And then when I got older, I realized it seemed so normal to me, something that's not that normal for most people. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, so you were in the comedy troupe, The Groundlings, mm -hmm. and uh, you were a cast member on Saturday Night Live. Um, you're so funny and your impersonations are amazing. Um, what uh, comedians have inspired your career in comedy? When I was growing up, um, my parents were young enough that they were like, 20 year olds watching Saturday Night Live in their bed. It was before we had VCRs, if you even know what that is, <laughs> like to record them off of TV. So they would stay up late because Saturday Night Live comes on at 1130 and they would watch it. And sometimes I would pretend I was sick and I would get in bed with them. I'd say I had a tummy ache and I would get in bed with them just so I could watch Saturday Night Live. And um, I fell in love with Gilda Radner. And I thought that she was the nicest, prettiest, funniest lady I'd ever seen. And I just felt like I wanted her to be my friend. Like I just wanted to emulate her and kind of have that 
smile on her face um, and be that person that lit up the room because she always lit up the room to me. Um, and Saturday Night Live looked like such a fun place to go. And um, some other people that I loved in my childhood from movies were Gene Wilder, who was actually Gilda's husband, um, Mel Brooks and all the people in his movies, um, like um, oh my, my Madeline Kahn, who um, was an incredible uh, um, uh, comedian, but also singer. And then over the years, more cast members at Saturday Night Live, like... Um, uh, I'm blanking because I, because <laughs> I'm nervous. But um, I'll tell I'll tell you when I I'll tell you when I remember. But Jan Hooks, okay. Jan Hooks, Jan Hooks, Jan Hooks, and Martin Short and people like that from SCTV and Catherine O'Hara. To me, they were like the funniest people in the universe, and and they were all my idols. Oh, cool. Um, so you've been in so many amazing things and you've played so many different characters. Um, has there been a character you've played or a project that's meant the most to you? Um, that's a great question as I feel like you always get to do really special things. Um, I like it most when I get to do things with people I'm really close to with my good friends and, um, um, making wine country was really exciting um, because it was kind of a long time in the making of people that I love. And I love to get to get up and go to work every day and see, um, you know, I felt really when we were making, sorry, when we were making bridesmaids, um, it was a very joyful experience. And it was one of the first times I learned that you can really just enjoy what you're doing because you love it, not because you're worried about what anyone else thinks about it or if anyone's going to watch it. Um, and a lot of us were old friends. Um, a lot of us were at the Groundlings Theater together. And so we knew each other already. And so we had that extra special bonus of liking to make each other laugh, which I think just makes things funnier. And Kristen Wig and I met at Saturday Night Live, but she was also from the Groundlings. So between us, we we knew kind of the majority of the group and, um, and we were so happy making that movie. And I think um, people ended up really loving the movie, but I think it was because we had so much fun making it. And I'm really proud of that because I feel like it was the first time I really learned that, um, if you enjoy what you're doing, then that's the best. That should be the best part of the experience. Oh, cool. Um, so you're also uh, an amazing musician. Um, and uh, you were in the band, The Rentals, and mm -hmm. music is, a, I know that music is a large part of like all your projects. And um, what musicians have influenced your musical style? Um, I think it's no longer a secret that I'm a big Prince fan because I started a Prince <laughs> cover band called Princess with one of my best friends, Gretchen. We were in a band together in college called Super Sauce, in case <laughs> anyone's familiar with it, um, which they shouldn't be because it was just our college band. But uh, <laughs> we... Um, we grew up just loving his music. And I think whether, when something is 
always in the background of your life and something that you just genuinely love. I think it always inspires you. Um, growing up, music was so important to me and absolutely because of my parents. Um, and my parents really um, showed us everything. And we got to go to concerts when I was a kid. I remember going to see Fleetwood Mac in concert when I was little. Um, and that was like a really big deal. They had the USC marching band marching down the aisles. And um, I think seeing live musicians was just as important to me as listening to their records. And I'm also an MTV baby. I got to grow up when um, MTV was just being born and it, it used to be really good and it combined music and music videos. So this new visual part of music became a very big, important creative element of it. And um, it really inspired me. It was a, it had a huge impact on my life. And so I knew every pop song, like if, if we, if you and I had to play eighties music trivia right now, I would ace it. I know every <laughs> song from the eighties. Just try me. <laughs> Yeah, um, my sister and I, actually, my mom is, uh, we listen to all her music, and it's, um, like, a lot of 80s music, and so my sister and I are obsessed with that, so. Wow, it's great. Yeah, is um, Yeah, so um, what personality trait has gotten you in the most trouble? Ooh, that's a good question. I think I talk too much. Is that a personality trait? I think I'm loud and I talk too much. <laughs> I actually thinking about that, I think I'm the same way too. I Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people, um, if I'm with a good friend, I've heard people say like, you guys won't stop making noises, which is kind of funny because that's what I say to my nine-year-old son. He doesn't stop making noises. But I don't <laughs> think I realize that sometimes I'm probably practicing even when I don't realize it. You know, I just, I like sounds and I like the sounds of people's voices. So like if I'm telling a story about somebody I know and I say, Oh, and then she came over and she said this. I usually say it in the person's voice, whether I realize it or not. And I started imitating the person. Um, <laughs> so I think my brain is just working really hard. All <laughs> um, so if you could have any song playing to announce your entrance into a room, what song would it be? Um, there's actually a, a great musician that I love um, and her name is MIA, but her name is actually, wait for it, Maya. <laughs> um, total coincidence, I know. But the one time I thought maybe I'll have, like if I ever do some cool thing and I come out, um, she has a really cool album and um and she's got a song called Bamboo Banga, and it's very cool. But yeah, MIA, she's really, she's very, she's very cool. She's Sri Lankan. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm going to look her up right after this. Um, very cool. And another Maya, Maya Matanji, that's her name. Oh, cool. Um, 
So my last question for you is who do you consider to be a real life superhero and why? So many people. I mean, I have a lot of um, people I watch in the world that do things. I've always thought since I was a little kid, I've always thought that people who take care of other people are incredible. And I think what amazes me most, especially about doctors and nurses and all kinds of medical um, care specialists, I feel like what I find the most amazing about them is that they grew up having a desire to take care of other people. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I would think, oh, I'm afraid of needles or I don't like, you know, when I'd have to get <laughs> blood drawn, I'd think like, oh, I don't like that. How does anybody want to be a doctor? <laughs> and then I got older and I thought, thank God somebody wants to be a doctor. Thank God somebody wants to take care of other people. And not just that, but have patience, compassion and strength. Um, I think it's such a beautiful uh, part of humanity that we have other people in the world that think about people other than themselves. Um, to me, that will endlessly um, bring me such an unbelievable feeling of hope. Um, I recently also got to meet uh, Kamala Harris over Zoom. And um, I was really excited. I think she's incredible. Yeah. Um, I think she's she's so powerful in her voice and her thoughts in yeah. not only how intelligent she is, but also how kind and patient she is. Yeah. Um, she's a beautiful mix of um, strength and leadership in the in the best possible way. And it just feels so nice to see someone going into office that truly cares and mm -hmm. also um reminded me that having a strong leader is a really comforting feeling and there's nothing like feeling like you have hope hope is so powerful and i feel like she really embodies that um and i felt i kind of felt like that oh and one more person sorry um i have a friend named Alexi Pappas and Alexi is an Olympic she's an Olympian runner and um, she is the first human being that I met in real life that made me feel like I was talking to a superhero she's incredible she's tinier than me but she's a little fast muscle mm -hmm. and she runs in the Olympics she competes in the Olympics and she's, she blows my mind. And I think um, what's amazing about her, she's another example of a very um, kind, strong person who's had a lot of reasons in life to give up and has not given up and continues to push to achieve her dreams. And um, she was actually in, she runs for the Greek, she's Greek, American and she runs for the Greek team. And so she was in Greece um, during the beginning of the pandemic training. Um, so hopefully she'll be able to, to compete in the next Olympics when they're up and running again. But I actually said the words, I feel like I'm talking to a superhero. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, well, 
Thank you so much for calling in. I think I'm still not sure this is actually happening. So <laughs> I think later I'm going to be like, wait, did that actually happen? So it really happened. I, I'm, I'm just really grateful that you reached out to me. It means so much to me. And it's so rare that I actually get to talk to people that um, have ever liked anything I've done or been influenced. And um, when I heard that your name was Maya, I was very touched and excited. I think um, it's really special to be able to connect with you and um, just be able to talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. It means the world to me to be asked to do this. Thank you, Maya. I feel really special today. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm just, I'm so honored to have actually interviewed you. So thank you. Thank you. And I'm, I'm so impressed with what you're doing. Thank you so much thank for having you. me. Absolutely. Thank Thanks you. for making the time. Maya Rudolph, yeah. we hope to get to talk to you again. Okay. Yeah. You will. And I won't cover my mic next time. I promise. <laughs> that's, that's good. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you.